Hey, it's Joseph here. I wanted to start this episode with one powerful quote. Collaboration over competition. This is a quote that if you follow me on social, you know I live and stand by. This type of strategy is called co-branding. Collaboration is the way to expand your network, get new customers, and ultimately increase your revenue. If you don't believe me, just look around from Nike to Louis Vuitton and Supreme, and Gucci and Adidas, everyone is embracing the power of co-branding. In today's episode, we are diving into what is co-branding, why is the way forward in today's market, but most importantly, how can you make it work for your offer? This is an episode you might want to go back to, so I will suggest you to press that download button on your Apple, Spotify, or wherever you're listening to your platform. Are you ready? Let's get started. Welcome to the Digital Bosses Podcast with Joseph and Claire. Our definition of being your own boss means showing up for yourself so you can show up for everyone and everything personally and professionally. So congratulations on showing up, boss. We created the Digital Bosses Podcast to give you simple, actionable, step-by-step strategies to help you start, grow, and build a purposeful online business. If you are a business owner, creator, looking to build an impactful brand that makes a difference, you are in the right place. So let's say in. Hello, boss. Hello, Joe. How are you today? I'm so excited to be here today. Very well. Thank you. I am super excited too. And we're talking about one of my favorite topics. So yes. Well, me too. I think this is a topic that it has not been talked enough, the co-branding. And what is co-branding, Joe? And how does it benefit to the end consumer? I think Share that with us. Co-branding is possibly one of the best marketing strategy you can use because you are essentially partnering with another company and you both benefit from one another. Whether there is awareness, price point, demographic, it really allows you to expand your reach and attract a new consumer. And we have so many examples of co-branding in the last few years and you, Claire, coming from fashion, I would love you to share some of these examples because we have so many. And how did they work out? If you could share that with us. Such a great point. I mean, you know, I love fashion. I've been in fashion and I want to use the two perfect examples that everyone's familiar. Think about the big companies such as HMN and Target. Okay. I love HMN, um, the way how they do their co-branding strategy. Every season, they always mm. come out with an innovation idea, tapping to the high-end designers and celebrities. I remember back in the day when I was doing my 20s, and they dropped out like, you know, like one of the collection uh, with Alessandra Wen or even with Versace, with Madonna. Yes. And I would be like, oh my God, so high up because everything was all on the press. And then literally they dropped, you know, on the internet, you know, limited edition, you only have those dates and come and grab. And I was always get so excited because at the time I was a student, there's no way that I can afford something that's like over a thousand dollar with designer items. So for me, it's such a great way to get something that's affordable and it's not so expensive. And it's like, I own a designer jacket with affordable price. So in that point, 
I think it's such a smart way of how they do their strategy of like tapping to the high-end market with affordable price. And they're constantly coming out with a new innovation of like thinking, what is a new generation needs? What is their budget? And how they can reach to a wider accessible market and with affordable price point. I want to also use another example. I think everyone know that Victoria Backhand. When you think about Victoria Backhand, you look at her uh, collection, I mean, unless you're someone who's like modern, you, you're a lawyer, you make really high income, you don't go buy it like a Vitor backing because it's just really expensive and luxury in a way. But 2017, I remember when Target collaborates with Victoria Backend. You know, I was so excited. I was like, oh my God, I have to have the collection. And this is the, a really smart business idea. And then the whole point is how they bring profit to each partners, to each company. And one, one way they did it so well is they exposed their name to different Target audience. And in a way, it's pre, um, create that potential consumer that they never probably heard about Victoria back in and people don't shop in Target. They're like, oh my God, the collection is beautiful, affordable, and it's something that is like ready, ready to wear. And I think these are such a great examples, you know, like how you can do collaboration um, when it comes to co-branding. And if you're probably thinking, well, but those are like big companies. I don't have the budget. So I would want to say, if you're a small business, you don't really have to have a big budget. You can really come out just like a limited collection, like capsule collection, having a few items and really try to uh, tap into people who have similar audience like you and create like a small collection. That is another way to really uh, bring the visibility and profit to your uh, business. Those are some of the examples I want to share with uh, the audience and who are listening today. And obviously, I know that, you know, Joe, you are very good when it comes to co-branding, especially on Instagram. Why don't you share us, like, uh, if people who are in service-based business, what are some good examples of co-branding? on your own experience and how they can really level up to their next game. Of course. First of all, let me, let me tell you, I do remember Alexander Wang collection, VH and Evan. I do remember the Bellman one. You were queuing for the Alexander Wang one. I was queuing for the Bellman one. <laughs> so, you know, we were both queuing for something, but yeah, I mean, definitely co-branding is so powerful. And even for service-based business, sometimes, we underestimate the power of social media because a very good way to understand if co-branding works for you is essentially on Instagram, for example. If you use the collaboration feature on Instagram, you are allowed to collaborate with different creators and a simple collaboration that can start with an Instagram post can lead into something bigger. For example, if you're looking to build awareness, I will highly recommend you to create a collaboration with another creator in your niche. For example, if you are like me in the video industry, I always like to collaborate with people in the same industry to reach new audiences and to allow them to discover my content and my message. This is also a very good way to increase your awareness, but Another way you can collaborate is giving the platform back to 
your supporters. If you have members of your community that are always commenting, engaging, interacting with your content, think about a way you can give the platform back to them as a sign of support. I cannot stress enough the power of reciprocity on social media. You get what you give, and this is a very good way to give back to people that support your platform. And this allows you to increase your awareness too. I did a full creator Christmas last December, and I basically did 30 days of collaboration on Instagram, giving back the platform to every single community member that supported that uh, throughout the last 12 months. And, you know, that was really powerful for my brand awareness because I allow myself to expand my reach as a as an account, but also as a brand to allow myself to speak to more people. Another way you can do that from a paid perspective, if you're looking to increase your conversion, which is ultimately the goal of everybody, but especially on social media, is to create a course, such a video course, where you are partnering with somebody that can be a limited edition course. You can apply the same strategy that they use in fashion. So really trigger the fear of missing out, if you will. But allow yourself to create a video course with somebody, a limited edition course, maybe for Black Friday, for example. And that is available all in that particular time and all in that particular place. People will really be invested in it because they know you and they know the person. So that's a very good strategy. Another way could be a workshop. You can partner with other creators and you can work on something together like a workshop. We did something together, me, Claire, and other creators last March. We created a full visibility week challenge. We were jumping on social media on a live every day and we were empowering people to do the same to really gain confidence on video. That was a very good strategy uh, as well. You can start with a collaboration on social that is free and then lead that into a video course or a workshop that is paid. That's a very good strategy to also test the water if the product that you're looking to launch on a collaboration will work before you actually invest time and money on it. So that's, I think, one of the best way to increase that, you know, reach and brand message expansion, if you will. Hey, it's Claire here. How's going? Are you enjoying the episode today? And what is your biggest takeaway? If you like what you're listening, and make sure that you go over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a review. We value your feedback and let us know how we can improve. And now, back to the show. Now, when it comes to co-branding, there are so many points we can share, but I would love you, Claire, to wrap up today's episode with five points, which I would say are five benefits that anyone listening to can get from a co-branding strategy. Perfect. So before I actually share those five points, I have to say I love workshop. I test it and I love creating like master classes because these are really a great way of getting exposure because when you go out there and you collab with people, you just never know what type of audience can end up coming to you and what type of people you can be attracting. So those are really great points. Love it. Well, I want to put five points. And the first one is increase revenue. Well, if you're operating a business, your whole purpose is to increase revenue and everyone wants that, right? Um, that is definitely one thing when, it, when you think about co-branding. And the second part we talked about over and over, increase visibility. But you have to really think, why do you want to increase visibility? And I think that's why co-branding, it's a method. When you do it right, you collab with the right people, you increase more exposure, more visibility. And it means 
endless possibility, which diving to third one is customer awareness and reputation. If you're building a business, you want to think of a long term. You want to build your brand with a reputation. You want people to come back over and over so they know who you are. They know what you do. And your value and your personality really speak to them. So that is another way to like, you know, bring, how can you reach out and then bring more reputation? Co-branding, it's a way to, to do it. The fourth one, brand reinforcement. I think this is a perfect example, me and Joe, that Joe has his own agency. I have my own image consultancy. We came out with a perfect idea of like, okay, bringing our skill and our strengths with the digital bosses, and then we come out with a new brand name. It's a way of like uh, creating brand reinforcement. So we collaborate together and then bringing something new. And this is another perfect way of like, you know, a co-branding partnership. And and that is something I would say. It's a lot of people have not thought about it. And this is just another way that you can do. The last one is the win-win partnership. Okay. When you're doing co-branding, you also want to think about what is the narrative style of this person, business, how this person's business can also offer, like the way how the business operate and how can it benefit you for long term. So you want to make sure that you find the right people that maybe they do a completely opposite of business, but you know that their audience can be interested or vice versa. Uh, you can also tap into their audience. So I will say that it's, you want to be very strategic when it comes to do co-branding. So these are the five t- uh, tips that I want to share with you before we wrap up the conversation. Thank you, Claire. And I love how you've been listening to this. you listening right now, whether you are on a walk, whether you are commuting to somewhere really cool, and you go to this point and you realize the whole thing is a co-branding. <laughs> so no, it's true. I totally agree with you. And I think when it comes to the narrative style, I think that's a very interesting point. And, you know, it reminds me of two collaborations. And I can bring two examples uh, that are very recent. One, it's a Dean Graziosi and Tony Robbins collaboration. They did a course online together. They did a workshop and that was really powerful. And the reason why that worked really well is because it was all about a specific narrative that they were trying to combine. Dean Graziosi is more of an action taker. Tony Robbins is more of a mindset shift kind of guy. So it kind of worked really well in that sense. And when it comes to fashion, I would say Gucci and Adidas did it really well too. If you're listening to this episode at this point, we have Gucci and Adidas coming out and it's all over the media. And it was a very good brain reinforcement there because Gucci has the audience that Adidas ultimately wants to target and vice versa. So it was a win-win. I want you to walk away from this episode with a very key mindset shift, which is the opportunity that you have on your fingertip today. Because whether there is a collaboration on social media that is free, whether you're thinking of doing a workshop, but you're not quite sure how to execute that and how to make it work, co-branding could be the answer. Because it's not only about audiences and offer, it's also about skill set. When you find somebody with a different skill set from yours, you can partner and the collaboration would be a win-win. Well, this is the end of the show and thank you for listening to the Digital Bosses podcast with your co-host Claire. I hope you enjoyed our conversation today into all the practical tips and hacks that you can apply to grow your business and you are ready for the next level. If you like the show today and you would like to support our podcast, make sure that you share with other bosses and take a screenshot and tag us on social media such as Instagram and LinkedIn and let us know how 
how we do because we would love to hear your feedback and make sure you catch us over there to get more support. And until then, I will see you with Joseph, same time, same place next week.